Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of the Anxiety Wad Podcast. I'm your host, Corey. I am thankful you are here once again because we have a special episode with a special person. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by DreamState Meds. Go to dreamstatemeds.com. Use the promo code ANXIETYWAD for a 10% discount on all your CBD product needs. Again, that's dreamstatemeds.com. Promo code ANXIETYWAD. So a special guest. Since you're a special person, tell us your name. My name is Lauren. <laughs> hey, Lauren. We got my wife, Lauren, back on the episode here or on the podcast. Um, we're going to do a Q&A. Um, it's going to be kind of a fun one. And we're going to talk about some serious stuff, but for the most part, this is just going to be for fun. We had uh, we get asked quite a bit about, like, how are you guys happy? How are you, like, how do you guys work so well together and... Um, how did Lauren get to be so lucky and all those kinds of questions. <laughs> how did you end up in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And so I, I figured it'd be kind of fun to do some a Q&A with her. Um, we will talk a, a f- about a few things related to anxiety and mindset and whatnot. But uh, like I said, for the most part, this is going to be fun. We're just hanging out in our kitchen uh, recording. We don't have any kids this week. So we've basically just been catching up on The Walking Dead and staring at each other for the most part. <laughs> Spending a lot more time in the gym, obviously, but so what have you been up to since the last time you were on? You're like, oh boy, I think you were like the first guest on, weren't you? Mm, no, I think David beat me to that. Oh yeah. Uh, not nothing much new, I guess. Working and working out, coaching. Yeah. yeah um, parenting. We try to do that. Some days better than others. Parenting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting towards the end of the summer. I think kids are about ready to go back to school. Yeah, we just found out the kids as teachers today. Um, what are you training for right now? Um, are you still doing CrossFit? What? Are you still doing CrossFit? Yes, I'm still doing CrossFit. <laughs> That's kind of a silly question. Um, training for the Granite Games Throwdown coming up in September with my <laughs> teammates Steph and Megan. We are team kind of classy kind of hood and not a better name could be fine i am sure <laughs> for us three can, that is, we're having you guys fun with that team. kind of excited for that and uh yeah just i don't know having fun yeah right on we are uh, uh gym for muscles if you ever watch the office that is what dwight schrute created the gym in the office and it was just dwight schrute's gym for muscle muscles not just one muscle all the muscles <laughs> And it's uh, my brother Joe and then Mitch, uh, another guy from our gym. He's actually um, an alumni of Morris. He was a year older than me. And so we're going to go there and uh, put our dad bods to the test and see how we do. Um, We'll come back to CrossFit, but uh, we had a question here about, um, you know, reframing thoughts and how habitual that can be. And so um, as people know, when you were on last time, like you, you've been through cancer, you've been through, you know, some trauma of miscarriages. We've been through my fun with physical ailments. Um, you know, I've had cancer, we've had to have some real, you know, serious thoughts on, you know, our mortality and all that fun stuff that, you know, has really led us to where we are today as, as a couple. But when it comes to the thought process behind some of that adversity, like what, what, how have things changed over the years with ha- you know being put face to face with uh, you know possibly dying and having kids and a husband versus like when you were 
you know, growing up and, you know, how you looked at things like your boyfriend breaking up with you at some point oh, being gosh. the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I think reframing is kind of the, the question. How do you get to a point where you're able to reframe your thoughts versus like just, I don't know. It's, it's hard Thinking for me. Thinking things are the end of the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's unfortunate, but having to go through some really tough things has probably been the best thing to help with being able to reframe thoughts because, you know, like you said, an example is when your boyfriend breaks up with you or whatever, which yes, I had have been through. You do you think not it's, me. yeah, not Corey. No. He's stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's the end of the world, but when you look back at it now, it's kind of humorous almost, but just being able to try to tell yourself like things could always be worse. You know, I mean, I suppose just being through, um, the cancer diagnosis and things like that. I mean, obviously everybody has a different story and, um, yeah, I don't know. You just think, well, practice. Think, it's like a lot of the back to what I said a long time ago. It's just like the positive thinking stuff or just reading like little quotes and things that you might see like on Instagram or whatever, but just kind of forcing yourself to think in a positive way. I mean, I don't, I can't say I'm that way all the time. There's things that come up every once in a while that you're like, man, this really kind of sucks. And sometimes all all I need to do for myself is just kind of vent and get it off my chest and then just try to remind myself that everything will work out in the end. Mm -hmm. And I think adversity is subjective. Like everybody has their stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and and being that we've been through some of the, you know, having those discussions of, well, if I die, what's going to happen with everything? Yeah. Now that's kind of an extreme, Mm -hmm. um, but like, people have many adversities every day, right? you know, like, especially with people that listen to this podcast with anxiety, there's certain things that seem like they're going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was going to say that I think it's, it's staring that kind of thing in the eye and actually going through it instead of avoiding it. Yeah. And, you know, you've been with me where there's been some stuff that, you know, that I'm kind of avoiding yeah. <laughs> and this is early on in our relationship, but for me, it's like, I don't always know what's going on or how to process it or understand how I get to a certain feeling. And all of a sudden I'm like in the dumps or whatever. But like the thing that I've noticed about you is you're always good at like dealing with st- stuff right when it happens. And do you think this is just not a, a question for me, actually, like, do you think that's because like you're so in tune with your feelings that you don't you just know exactly how you're feeling all the time or is it just you just kind of ride the wave of what what pops up when something happens i'm mm, probably a little bit of both i think like i'm not one like you were i don't always know what i'm feeling about a certain situation i'm kind of uh an emotional person <laughs> a little bit <laughs> no comment <laughs> i'm sure people that know me can chuckle at that too but uh yeah i don't i guess I don't really know. I haven't mm-hmm. thought that in depth about it, but I think for me, it's, I try to deal with situations right away or head on just so that I can, it can be over and done with. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy having to ponder sensitive situations for a long period of time or, you know, I kind of want to just get it done and, mm-hmm. and get it out of the way. 
Yep. So, and, and for me, it's just, I'm not sure. I, it takes me a little while to process because, I, um, and I found this all through therapy is I, I get to the emotion prior to having like the thought process. Like, I'm sure you can like think it out at the same time you're feeling it and being like, this is why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. I can, I think so. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always had that detachment and even as a kid, you know, and, and just being a super active kid, I had that, that issue of not knowing why I was feeling certain, certain ways. And so for me with my, like doing that routine, it's really ironed out the thought process behind it. Mm-hmm. And so what are the, some of the things that you do? Um, not so much on a daily basis, but like when you are having, I mean, we've actually had a pretty good run the last couple of years here, but when things are going, um, a little sour, if you will, like what are those things that you do to keep yourself, um, on the up and up or staying like more, between us or, or, or just, just for yourself? General. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I always say that, especially with like the miscarriage thing and the cancer thing, if I can find somebody to talk to, whether it's you or whoever, that's somebody that'll be patient enough to listen to me vent for a little while. Usually if I can talk to somebody about it, I can be, that's what helps me the Mm -hmm. most. Like I don't like to keep stuff kind of like pent up in my head. And, and so I feel like if I can just vent to somebody and just get those feelings out and those, you know, thoughts and ideas or whatever worries out of my head. Yeah. Then I feel much better about Mm it. Um, I, I've, I said that have quite a bit with a miscarriage thing because Mm -hmm. when you've had one, um, you kind of feel so somewhat alone because it's not something that's talked about Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, but it's so common that I wish people would talk more about it. Because I, if I've ever run into anybody else that has had that experience, I'm always like, you can talk to me anytime you want. Because mm-hmm. that's how I felt better about it was just talking about right. it. And I sometimes like to talk. So, yeah. Well, and it's such a parallel to mental health stuff is that, you know, what I've found since starting this podcast even and, you know, over the years of, of helping other people, there are so many people out there that have the same feelings, the same struggles, the same mm-hmm. um worries you know and and over the years i've come to realize that you get anxious but you don't have like an anxiety disorder Mm -hmm. like you get kind of you pick your fingers and you kind of have like these nervous little habits that you do and Mm -hmm. what for so just like when you are getting to the point where you're like oh i gotta pick my fingers or i'm getting antsy or Mm -hmm. like what's going on in your melon with with that kind of stuff like I, well, Do I don't know? know. I probably don't know. Like just recently from like last night when we were watching The <laughs> Walking Dead, which is just so stressful. And we're obviously way behind on this. Like this show is pretty much over, but we're kind of just catching on to it. It's a stressful situation mm-hmm. just watching the show. So I think it's a, I pick my fingers. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I probably don't know what goes through my head at the, that point in time. Mm-hmm. It's just so nerves. Uh, so like. You're invested in the show. You're kind of into the story. You're into yeah. what's happening with the characters. Yeah. Like a scary movie or yeah. whatever. What about like in real life? Like what's some of the stuff that makes you anxious? Like obviously something happened to our kids, but that's mm-hmm. not, that's not, that's unique to like no one. That's every parent yeah. that has kids where, I mean, hopefully yeah. they're worried about something happening. But like aside from our kids, mm-hmm. what's something that is like makes you anxious? Probably like financial stuff. Just making sure that. 
Why is that? We have money and, you know, we're going to be able to provide for mm-hmm. kids and afford a house. And and luckily, like, you've done a little work on yourself and you know why that is. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go into it today. But, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm we're in the same boat with that. And, and you know, Lauren is the one that does our checkbook. She does our finances. She pays our bills. Um, I help with, like, like our 401ks, like the insurance, like our car loans yeah, or that all that stuff. kind of stuff. And so we found, we found like what the best role was for each of us. Um, because if I was doing the checkbook, I would be the stressed out one. And if she, she was doing like the titles and the insurance and the, the homeowner stuff, like you would be the stressed one. And so we, mm-hmm. you know, as couples, um, we do that with a lot of things in our life is we find what each one of us is good at and that's what we take on. Yeah. Um, and I think, balance. That, yeah, there's balance in that. And I think that, um, I think the thing that we do well is we don't, not anymore anyways, but we don't take things so seriously. Like we, right. we try to have fun mm-hmm. when something bad happens. Yeah. We're going to deal with it. Yep. And, and you know, we have been through enough where we know that we're going to have a lesson out of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we like to have fun. I mean, like we're just enjoy life. Right. Well, yeah. And like I tell people about even just something as simple as like laundry and cooking and stuff like that. Cause I myself for, I mean, I don't, it was never really an agreement. It was always just kind of like set. We just kind of like did it that way mm-hmm. where even when we first got together, I did my own laundry and he did his own laundry. I, I don't still do. don't do his laundry cause it would, his clothes take up a lot of space and the washer, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but I do the, my laundry and the kids' laundry and he does his own laundry and usually like the, the towels, towels and yeah. stuff. And, you know, I really like to cook, so I take on the cooking duties, but that's just my choice because I really, I like to cook mm-hmm. and make new things. Now, sometimes that's not always a, a big, it's not a success, not day. always successful in the house because some people like to eat the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't, but you know, we kind of just have like our shared duties, really. Mm-hmm. It, like some of the outside stuff, I don't really enjoy doing. So he takes that on, but I manage the swimming mm-hmm. pool. You know, yep. I don't know. And we like, just if we, figure it out. Like I grill, like whenever we're yeah. doing a meal, I grill. Uh, the grill scares me, so I don't yep. do it. <laughs> and, and so that's a good point is that we do the same thing um, when it comes to like, like mentally and emotionally. Like there's, we mm-hmm. both have strengths and you're very analytical and I'm, you know, very like the creative type. And, yeah. and I think when we do find adversity, we do a good job of, you know, I mean, I'm obviously going to nervously try to extinguish the situation with humor. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my natural mm-hmm. response where you're very analytical and, and, um, it's surprising to me that I'm usually the calm one in types of crisis, <laughs> like when our kids were choking and stuff. Yeah. No, because I was that the one that me. I was the one with the anxiety issues, you know, yeah. and for some reason, whatever reason, when that happens, that type of thing, like kids get accidents or I'm like chill, like almost mm-hmm. scary chill, um, like hyper-focused where you're kind of like running around. Yeah. Like, oh my God, well, oh if my there's God, like oh a, a bleeding injury or something like that, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, you're fine. Choking has never been my, I don't, I kind of run around like a crazy person mm-hmm. when I, uh, I don't, that's never been a good one for me. No. What a, like, so let's say when we were um, dating, we did not have very good uh, habits. Uh, that, that's another part of the question is like learn response, um, reframing thoughts, and how do you change habits? So for us, oh boy. I, I just took a left turn big time here. 
Um, so, um, was it something that we had to work on or was it just something all of a sudden that we just made the change? Changing habits? Yeah. As far Not as any. just, okay. So yeah, we, I, we probably had to kind of make the choice and decide together. Cause mm-hmm. I think when we moved in together, um, we didn't, we weren't as healthy. We didn't really eat super healthy, but then I think you kind of made the change and decided that you wanted to eat a little healthier. I don't really know. That seemed like it was such a long time well, ago. I started reading about the effect that that would have on my chronic pain. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So even just like is some, and I think even just diet stuff still, we kind of try to figure out together because mm-hmm. we try to, you know, eat as healthy as we can, but every once in a while we like to splurge and balance, eat ice cream and go out to eat and have a trough full of cheese dip and chips. At That's all New you Mexico. and the kids. That's not me. Um, yeah, we'll probably have to do that soon, but yeah, I don't think it was just an all of a sudden switch. Mm-hmm. I think we just had to kind of work through those things together. Well, even just like starting CrossFit too, mm-hmm. because you started that before me and I didn't understand it. I didn't really care. I was like, ah, eh, group fitness. No, nope, I don't want to do that. But then once I kind of figured it out, it was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like the habitual stuff is like through repetition is yeah. kind of like where I was going with that question, but wasn't something that like all of a sudden we're like, okay, we're not going to go out to eat anymore. I mean, quickly we got rid of fast food. Yeah. And then, you know, you, like when you got out of college, like you weren't much, you didn't really know much about cooking. Like you guys always watch cooking shows, which is something oh, yeah. I noticed. I was with my dad. That's how we, we watched the food network all the time. Right. And, but like we didn't cook all the time in the apartment when well, we had our small apartment. Right. But we used a lot of the George Foreman <laughs> grill and. I mean, I even look back at when we first had cane because we still would eat a lot of like pasta and easy stuff. And I think a lot of people deal with that with their first kid. They mm-hmm. kind of just try to figure out what they want what's and the that's what they, yeah, what's easy and what they get them, give them that. And if they don't like it, they just don't give it to them. Well, then mm-hmm. when you have your second kid, you're like, all right, I'm not going to make four different meals. We're all eating this. Yep. But, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but. It's, all right. it's, it's kind of a it's like more of a gradual change over yeah. time that yep you know it was a conscious effort to change mm-hmm. but it didn't change overnight right well even with like food too i kind of made the choice to um not cook or what you know i find recipes on pinterest all the time and i'll be like oh that looks good and i'll look at the ingredients and a lot i won't I don't like to use like anything like the canned soup stuff. I don't really know why Mm -hmm. it was like the cream, anything cream of whatever soup. I just don't, I just made the choice to stop Mm -hmm. making recipes that use that. And Mm -hmm. I haven't in a while. Um, Don't ask me specifics on that. I just, to me, it doesn't seem healthy, I guess, because it's processed and in a can. But some of the other stuff I eat is probably not healthy either. But also like, um, Pasta. We would go back to the pasta thing. And we used to eat pasta all the time. I don't Probably. remember the last time we had pasta. Yeah, and now it's, I don't, I don't Spaghetti think. Spaghetti squash. <laughs> I think it might have been one of the um, opens, one of the Friday Night Lights we had. It was like a pasta bar. Did oh, we have yeah. one? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was probably the last time I had it. And I think I just had the meat. I think I had heartburn. I don't do well with, like, um, grains. 
we you know we tried celiac, to do the gluten-free yeah. pasta for a while and that stuff just wasn't that good great but like celiac runs in my family but like i've also been on i was on pain meds for over a decade so my stomach had a lot to do or had a lot of healing to do um which talk to lisa hawks if you need to heal your gut yeah for sure <clears throat> she makes so, delicious food so and, and my point with that, anything like that is like if you're someone that has a habit of like hijacking your own happiness it takes repetition and Mm -hmm. it takes a consistent effort over time which i say all the time on the podcast i can't help but say it but it takes like a um you know a, a purposeful effort on your part and if it's really important to you and lauren lauren can talk about this too there was a point when i started to make a change in my nutrition when i was doing um that one supplement company i was doing that i had the conversation with her like i'm trying to do this i need you to do this with me and i was very uncomfortable because i knew it was going to be an uncomfortable conversation but do you remember that mm. like i was like you know you're not into this at all yeah right? <laughs> you're like it's before we both made like the dynamic change sure. of our nutrition yeah i mean i guess we've had a few of those kind of conversations yeah. so like... <laughs> <laughs> they reciprocated very often <laughs> yeah um, um but like for you like I think before that point, you're probably what, like 25 pounds heavier than you are now. I mean, I think it was like mm, the bigger. Yeah, ch- I was heavier before I even had kids. Mm-hmm. I, I'm smaller now than I was before having kids. Mm-hmm. But part of that is because I take thyroid medication now yeah. too, which we didn't know about. But we do eat better. But yeah. Oh, my, yeah, my point sure. being is that like if you're struggling and you're not sure how to talk to your significant other, what has worked for me talking to you about like I need help or um i need your support in this Mm -hmm. certain thing like it's i mean for us everybody knows us we're pretty blunt yeah (laughs) i i think for us it's just making sure like and we've talked about this too is just your approach people your approach with how you're talking to Mm -hmm. what that person you know if you know somebody's gonna be hypersensitive or get defensive which i tend to do we've had to figure out just how to approach each other when it comes to like serious conversations and not, you know, don't talk to me like that Mm because you sound like my mom or whatever, (laughs) you know, just, I'm sure that's familiar thing. But one thing I wanted to say about the habit thing Mm -hmm. before I forget, because I feel like it really went off on a food tangent, which isn't surprising coming from me. Um, to bring it too. Yeah. I'm always hungry, but to bring it back to like a CrossFit thing to make it a little bit more, um, I don't know, understandable too, is thinking of, you know, I've been doing it for over five years now, I think. I don't know now. But I feel like when people first start, they see what everybody can do. And I want to do this. And I want to be able to um, get this skill and this skill and this skill. And trust me, like I still have a lot of things I still need to learn. But it's creating that, as Corey would say, habit of, Um, You know, if you want to get pull-ups, you have to do the work leading up to it to get them and making it a habit to practice it. You can't just expect to to get them all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of have to make whatever those, do those skills that you need to do in order to get it. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like jumping to the deep end of the water and being like, well, I just sink sink to the bottom without even flapping your arms. Right, right. And some of the skills, and I'm sure everybody can relate to this, is are a little harder. I mean, 
I still have struggle with snatching and, Snatchers you know, I can't sucks. handstand walk. It's There's still a lot of stuff that, and that's the fun thing about CrossFit is that there's something new to learn and work on all the time. But I, I hope people realize that it's not all going to come like within the first six months. I mean, some people can do that and they're freaks, but it's, uh, it's just, it's just like the habits and, you know, mental health practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if that's practice a good, better. right. I was going to say perfect is not a really thing. good word, but just making a routine. I'm a very routine person. So I feel like maybe routine is a better word for me than habit. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you kind of have to force yourself to work on what you want to get better at. Is this like the dancing queen routine you do in the morning? what (laughs) that's you it's funny that you brought up the went right to crossfit because the other thing that i had on my list here for us to talk about is like what do you see as a healthy mindset in crossfit boy i'm still work on that one that's Um, why i'm asking you (laughs) yeah i've i've had to learn over the years too you kind of i think the longer you've been in it you kind of start to mature you know you get really excited in the beginning because it's super fun and you see all this progress and you realize what you can do. And then I feel like sometimes you kind of, well, I still do. You kind of hit these little lulls every once in a while and you're like, man, I'm just not getting any better. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think just realizing that you're going to have ups and downs in it. Um, when you're injured, be smart. Um, talk to your coaches and other athletes and, you know, use your support system that you have in the community to help get you through those tough times. Cause pretty much all of us have, are, have been going through it or are going through it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been injured a few times, um, you know, not as significantly, significantly as some other people or you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I feel like you start to mature. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how it happens. I think you just, unfortunately, sometimes it does take a setback, like an injury, injury. or, I mean, that's usually what it is, mm-hmm. having to take a little bit of time off. For me, um, it was probably, the I'm risk. trying to think what it, what it was that I, I think it was my surgery after cancer, mm. my, my cancer oh, surgery yeah, yeah. that yeah. I had to take like three weeks off. Mm-hmm. And I remember that being like just, just the weirdest the worst, thing. Yeah. And I know other people that are listening probably think that sounds crazy. Cause it was only three weeks, but I feel like now, plus I'm getting old. So, um, I'm closer to 40 than I am 30 now. <laughs> no, don't give me that look, <laughs> but you get kind of these random aches and pains and random, you know, injuries and things like that, or tweaks that you kind of just have to realize like, okay, what am I looking for out of this? Do I want to compete? Do I just want to stay healthy? I think you have to figure out and look at what you actually want out of it. Or like Kate would say, like, what is, what's your why? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you, you want to try to get to the games are you doing this because you want to just stay healthy? You want to lose weight? You want to tone up and whatever it may be. I think you have to look at that and figure out like, okay, am I, what am I doing in the gym that day? Is this going to benefit me in the long run? Mm-hmm. If yeah. I'm going to go in every single day 
and basically kill myself in every single workout, it's probably not going to benefit you in the long run because you're either going to end up getting hurt or burn out, mm-hmm. right? You know, I... And does the work that you're putting in, does that match your why? That's the biggest right. thing for me is right. like, if you're going in there trying to snatch 300 pounds, but your why is to look better naked. Yeah. I mean, that's it's probably not, not a, that's a not mismatch. A, right, right. Like for me... I, I like to do competitions. I'm not going to try to make it to the games. It'd be cool to be compete as a master some day down the road, but I'm still in the same master's age group as like Sam Briggs. So that's like, that ain't going to happen. I I like to compete in like local competitions or the throwdowns and, you know, Granite Games would be fun. So I try to, you know, train like I'm competing, but I typically like two a days don't really interest me because mm-hmm. one workout a day is plenty. Um, you know, maybe I'll lift and do a workout, but it's been very rare that I've ever done like two full on workouts unless it's a competition. Mm -hmm. So that's a good question. Why, why do you CrossFit? Because I'm like the healthiest and the best shape I've ever been, but it's also like the community and Mm -hmm. that's, I've made countless friends. I don't don't know. I love it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And everything involved because then you like, especially as a coach too, Mm -hmm. like you get like geeked out of like everybody else's success. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you've been there. Yeah. Like you've rocked that path. You've walked that path. I'm stroking out over here. Yeah. (laughs) But like for me, it's, I want to be functionally fit, like to be able to play with the kids. Yeah. To continue to fix some of the broken parts of my body mm-hmm. um but you know it's be able I, to landscape you know in one afternoon, one afternoon just yep, the two of us. exactly yeah <laughs> my neighbors can laugh at me when i run around the yard with my lawnmower yeah um but but it, uh, it's also like one of the things that i value in my life is health and wellness mm-hmm. and so i'm going to surround myself with people that are like-minded that have a shared commonality shared goal um, but it's also like, you know, you're in my bonding time yep. a lot of times. Yeah. My mom always says that she's so happy that we have something that we enjoy doing together. Mm-hmm. Cause I, you know, I think oh, there's, there's many things. There, oh, geez. <laughs> there might be young people listening <laughs> oh, to this. Uh, we're talking about card games. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, um, there's a lot of couples I think in our gym, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you have a supportive spouse, it's helpful and mm-hmm. it makes it that much more fun you know and yeah, well remember when you were and we doing... could do compete with each other but i think everybody knows that yeah that's <laughs> the worst part of my day ever is if i get beat by lauren in a workout which is very very rare <laughs> very but rare. like when you were doing the basement workouts like and just working out at home mm-hmm. I, I was like dude you gotta come you're gonna love it Ugh, yeah and like the break I wish point i would have I, I look back at it now and i'm like god it was dumb because that was just i wish i would have been doing this a lot earlier mm-hmm. but i i want people to realize too that um, we all started basically almost at the same mm-hmm. spot. Like I couldn't do neither one of us could do pull ups. Yeah. I mean, I even in high school when we had to do pull ups in gym class, I couldn't do it. And I swam. I was somewhat athletic. I was on the swim team, but I I didn't enjoy running. I still don't really, but oh, yeah. it's I can do it. I just um, really learned how to run starting in March. Yeah. So I mean, it's like. I think you you just have to remember when you come into it not to it's it's hard not to compare. I mean that's just it's hard for anybody, but just to know like 
well, this person's been doing it for this many years and can do all this stuff. I just started six months ago. I still got a ways to go. I do too. (laughs) That's part of the mindset part of it too, is like, it should be you versus you. Yeah. Like, are are you pushing yourself and working as hard as you possibly can Mm -hmm. versus trying to catch Tony Schultz? (laughs) <laughs> who beat me two minutes each round yesterday. Oh, Tony. I think he but like, killed But it doesn't make sense for me to try to chase him in certain workouts. Right. Like it just, I well, would probably die or my body would explode. Well, because everybody has their own strengths too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be the strongest person. There's a lot of, there's a good chunk of people that are. I mean, you could, but that's not why you do it. Right. You right. Know? But, um, oh shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Mindset. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that's where like, I think some of that you can kind of see, like I, even just with coaching, I can kind of see where like that maturity, when people kind of start to mature, Mm -hmm. when they start to the whole you versus you versus it, it, trust me, it's, it's hard not to, when you are, when you compete and you do competitions, you do, you know, it's hard not to compare, Mm -hmm. but it is a you versus you. And I think you can kind of start to see the change in each athlete as they spend more time in there and you can kind of see like, oh, they're not as, as, um, pissy, not, no, not that, <laughs> but just looking, they're not so, um, oh, what'd that person get? Ooh, what'd that person mm. get? What'd that person get? Whereas it's more just about like, how am I going to, how am I going to do this workout today to benefit myself and Compared not hurt, yeah. hurt this? Yeah. Like it you mature in it i mean Mm -hmm. i do the same thing too i just have to be smart where it's like if it's a workout where i know okay i had to work on this Mm -hmm. movement i'm just gonna suck it up and do it or if it's one where it's like well these really aren't my jam i'm kind of my hip hurts kind of today so i'm gonna maybe kind of take it easy like today's workout i kind of just went nice and slow Mm -hmm. and it was still hard yeah well and and that's a good point too is like we you and i have more so like you helping me come back from injury um, you know, there's a point where I had to relearn how to walk before I could mm-hmm. even start CrossFit again. So like the mindset part of that is, um, you know, it's a choice on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. When you come back, you want to be smart. You want to be safe. You want to do consistent effort over time. There it is again. But you want to do all your PT. But when you get to the point that you should be going full go, there's going to be a point where you're going to have a choice in a workout. Do I not really baby the word what's the word i'm looking for like do i so for my knee guard guard thank you that's the word not, baby is not the right word but well, like guard myself versus slowing down and putting myself through full range of motion or um full biomechanics slowing down versus trying to get the best time or trying to get the heaviest weight or mm-hmm. for me it's like i have to i've gotten to the point finally at over 40 that i can pump the brakes and be like you know what that's not why I'm doing this. Like I can just take some weight off. Like yesterday when we had a um, hundred thrusters total in the workout because Lauren's Oops. psychotic, <laughs> and uh, I put a bench down because like going below parallel on that it would just destroy my knee and I would not be able to work out this weekend. You know we got we're training for the games and so it, there's a, a little give and take with within yourself even. But what it did is going to allow me to work out another day. But when you're coming back from injury, um, let's say that you have sprained your ankle and you can run, but you're like 
just pounding your heel on the ground and you're not like doing a midfoot strike like you're supposed to or whatever the case is. And you know you're going to pay for it the next couple you know, of days. Yeah, but or do you slow down and just work on your running form? Because like your gait, if that's off, it's going to radiate up your body. Mm-hmm. You'll compensate in other yeah. ways. And so like as a, as a you know, an OT, like <clears throat> ideally you want people to do everything that you ask them to do. Mm-hmm. And so as a coach, it's the same kind of concept. Like we're going to encourage you to do things and maybe pump the brakes if you're Mm -hmm. injured, but there's a reason for it. Right. We don't want, uh, A, we want to keep you safe and not to injure yourself even farther. But B, your injury is going to stay with you unless you push through some discomfort. Well, and I think still like maintaining the stimulus of the workout too. You know, you still want to... You know, like Fran's a good example because you, it's pull-ups and thrusters, right? It's, it's meant to be a short workout. So when you have, you have to remember the stimulus of the workout is it's meant to be a fast burn. You know, you, you want to die at the end. It doesn't make sense to try to go heavy and then take 20 minutes to do it. I mean, you're totally not getting the stimulus of the workout. So you know, I think us as coaches are trying to get better about, you know, t- um, taking or talking about that and suggesting modifications and, and okay, maybe you should use this weight today because we want to make sure like, yeah, I know you can deadlift that, but it's maybe you need to go a little bit lighter mm-hmm. so that you can maintain the stimulus of this workout and get two rounds instead of taking mm-hmm. forever and only getting a half a round. Right. Or because you get stripper booty when you deadlift. Yeah, you or know. your form goes out the window or yep. whatever. All right, we're going to take a little break here, and when we come back, which it will just seem like I didn't do anything, but we're going to use a potty break here, and we're going to do a rapid-fire question session between the two of us, mm-hmm. and so it's about to get interesting. Yikes. And we're back. <laughs> Seems like forever that we were just talking to you guys. but uh, So this is kind of going to be a... Newlywed game kind of thing. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Nobody's gets to be. This will be the, like to start things off. When's our anniversary? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, you you just get to ask me questions. Well, we'll do we'll both. Uh, like okay. there'll be some that we'll both be able to answer. But September twentieth yeah, of two thousand and eight. What was the date that we? Uh, very good. That's correct. <laughs> do we have a bell? Ding. <laughs> ding ding. What was the day that we or the date? Our anniversary date that we started becoming. When you asked girlfriend. me to be your girlfriend? August 19th. No, August 18th. 19th. No. <laughs> it was before midnight. No, it was after midnight. No, it was not. Chris Hentges was there. Yep, we'll go to call him. Joe here, and Steph were there too, so. Yeah, here was, here's another one. What what did we do on our first date? Like our official date? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Were we on a boat? No, that wasn't. That wasn't really a date no. because. Did we I go mean, to that would wedding? it have been the our first wedding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the costume party. I mean, I guess that wasn't really a date. I'm sure we would did like maybe it was dinner. a fair, but that we were the group. I I don't know honestly. Yeah, it was very memorable. <laughs> well, we did a, do a lot of like group gatherings yeah. because I was not living in town at that time, mm-hmm. and then we kind of we started talking when you and asked phone me or texting and. Maybe it was the the wedding then, the very next day. Because you remember, we you asked me to be your girlfriend, and then didn't we go to the wedding the next day? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's okay. what it was. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was a wedding. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> okay, in one word, what was your first impression of me? Can I say jackass? No. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> well, I did. Be- the only reason is because um, actually I thought he was very attractive. Thank you. But I walked in the door to our friend's house who he was visiting and I was visiting before we were going out on a boat and he made fun of my outfit. No, it wasn't right away though. Nuh-uh. I walked in the door and you were like, no, you made... No, I didn't make fun of you right away. <laughs> yes, you did. No, because you, you walked upstairs and you saw me standing watching TV. Yeah. And then I came up to see you guys and introduced myself. And then I was like, oh, Either way, so you still gonna, made fun of my outfit oh, so and I didn't even and know black, you. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> who does this guy think he is? <laughs> we had well, a little bit of a love-hate relationship. That was awesome. <laughs> still is. <laughs> True. No. Uh, what was the first movie that we saw together? Oh, I have no idea. Gosh, we've seen a Way lot of movies. Okay, where was your first our first kiss? At the bar at drink. Yep. At our at the costume party, costume our party. first wedding, our first wedding. Yep. So we, I'll just explain that story real quick. I we had a costume party, and I brought down like a pinstripe suit to be like a mob. Yeah. What did we? Stir. What were we having a costume party for? I don't know. But anyways, Lauren didn't have a costume, and so we went to like a... A thrift shop. Thrift shop, and she found an old wedding dress. It was $6. <laughs> a $6 wedding dress. So, so we I'm sure you can imagine what it looked like. Mm-hmm. But I said, do you remember what I said? I said, if I, I don't think I can do this because I'm going to jinx myself. Nobody, I can't wear this dress. Nobody will marry me. I'm mm-hmm. going to jinx myself. And then you said, I'll marry you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> but and, we went out that night as And a I never group. go back on my word, so that's why we're right. stuck together. Uh, that's why. Yep. So he wore his suit, and he was the groom, and I was the bride in this god-awful wedding dress. And then all of our friends kind of had these other crazy outfits on, and people legit thought that we had just gotten married. And people were like, oh, your dress is so pretty. I'm like, you people are insane, but thanks. <laughs> you guys are dumb. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? In general or... Oh, yeah, just in general. Oh, boy. You can answer first if you have one. But... Just rude people. Like, I can't stand. Like, if you're, mm. Especially if I'm out in public. If someone's being rude to someone else, I'm probably going to say something. And I can't stop mm. myself. I don't know. That's hard. Okay, That's, we, we can I'm, come back to Come it. back to me on that who... one. <laughs> I actually know this one. What, who is your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush? Mm-hmm. Today? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably, what are you going to say? Thor. Yep. Yeah. I'd probably say that. Yep. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Mine's Wonder Woman. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Gal. Gal. Yeah. I mean, she kind of looks like you. Yeah. I mean, you're I'm probably about some t- If I'm not a unicorn, three I'm three feet shorter Woman. than she is. But. Yeah. She's, she's pretty. What food makes you feel better when you're sick? Oh, when I'm sick? <laughs> I was going to say, ta- I was going to say tacos, yeah. but tacos always food. make me yeah. feel better. When I'm sick? Yeah. Oh. Probably chicken noodle soup. I do chicken and stars. I don't know why. That's what I've done since I was a kid. Yeah, the kids like that one too. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is your least favorite chore? Ooh. Mm, Probably cleaning the bathroom. Mm. Mine's. I don't mind doing laundry. I don't like putting it away. Yeah. Like hanging it back up and... In mine, I have a load of laundry that I finished on Tuesday. It is, we're, oh, 
It's still sitting still here behind sitting me. Still sitting here unfolded. And it is Friday. <laughs> Mine's cat litter. I, I hate it. I know. You hear that, you two? Our cats are sitting here. We hate your poop. How interesting would it be to be a cat? To be like, you just can lay around all day and eat and sleep. And you, just these poop. humans feed you and clean up your poop. Like, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you barf on the floor. So you're basically like a toddler. And they clean it up. Yeah. I just don't get it. They're the weirdest creatures. What superpower would you like to have? You can go first if you have one. I don't know. What superpower? I would I initially I would say like reading people's minds, but I probably I wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't want to know, yeah. I mean, it would be fun for like a little while. Laser eyes. Laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already have those. They're just nothing mm. comes out of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe flying would be cool. You? Yeah. I mean, I'd be you sick like the whole fly. time. I know. I, <laughs> doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. <laughs> Invisibility? I already, I already have uh, super strength, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what's your most prized possession? And don't say me because you ain't owning me. Oh, my most prized possession? Yeah, probably my ring. My wedding ring. I would be very, I would probably be a basket case if that ever disappeared. Mm -hmm. And then we're just talking like a material possession, not like, I mean, obviously our kids or Well, yeah, I'm talking like. Mine's probably my MacBook. It's not really mine. Yeah, you've been through a lot of rings, so. Yeah. Well, I just use the the Qualo, the rubber ones now. I've had three metal ones and they've all bent. What what is my most annoying habit? Yours? Yeah. Mm. A habit? Yeah. It's probably like interrupting you. I can't help myself sometimes. Well, no, because I interrupt too. I'd probably say something to do with like cleaning, like just not cleaning up after yourself in the kitchen, which then I get in trouble for cleaning up. He's like, don't clean up after me. I'll get it. Or... The beard hair in the sink, oh, yeah. in the bathroom. No, that's See, I do clean it. It's just I don't get all of it. <laughs> well, we have a dark countertop yeah. in our bathroom, mm-hmm. so it's hard to see what's there. Yeah. But I've gotten, a, like, the cleaning thing, I've gotten a <laughs> lot better than I was. That's why we have double sink. So Lauren's is, like, picking her fingers. Yeah. Yeah. That's just it annoys the, the bejesus out of me. Uh, okay. If there was a movie about my life, who would you want to play me? Oh, I was gonna say if this if, if there was a movie like that was similar to our life, what would it be? And yeah. I would say date night. Date night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so That's true. That's the best movie yeah. ever you had. The triple horns. If you're married, watch that movie. Watch it's date hilarious. Night, for okay, sure. so say that it what's the question? So who would you want to play me in a movie about my life? Because you're like you would probably call Like looks wise or just like who would be able to would I be knock the knock my personality out of the park? Chris Pratt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, that's true. It seems legit. Yeah, I could see that. But like Fat Pratt or like Skinny Chris Pratt. Like I don't know. His personality of the is galaxy the same. His or... personality is the same. Yeah, but that kind of goes hand in hand. I, I'm gonna. I kind of need this. Skinny Pratt. Okay. Then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not fat Thor. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to say anything about that. Movie. Oh yeah. Uh, 
what is what about me you have to answer some of these too oh boy um trying to think who would fit your probably like monica from oh gosh (laughs) she could she could do like your personality though uh courtney cox courtney cox yeah what about jennifer lawrence yep yep that's a better one i like that one better yeah i could see that because like she's kind of a like a fireball but like funny yeah so that's just my suggestion yeah no i think that that i like that better that makes much more sense um what is my best physical feature oh Hmm. (laughs) And the crowd goes silent. No, I'm just thinking because it's kind of hard to just pick one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Probably your, like, arms, your upper body. Why did you do, like, T-Rex arms when you did that? (laughs) (laughs) We need to video these. (laughs) No. You ever guys, you know, T-Rex arms, she just did that. Maybe your arms? Like, well, if my arms look like that, I don't know. And your beard. I like you better with a beard. Okay. (laughs) And bald, actually. Yeah. What? Do you want me to keep going? Sure. What is the matter? No, I'm just kidding. Um, now you have to answer it too. Probably your butt. Okay. Like yeah, because up top's gone. Yeah. That's not there anymore. Kids suck those things dry. <laughs> Sorry, young people. Yeah. But no, like that's probably why I always grab your butt. Uh, let's see here. Okay. If you, If I found $10,000 and gave it to you, what would you buy? If you found ten thousand dollars and yep. gave it to me, and what you would can't I buy? say pay off debt or anything. I mean, not that we haven't a whole lot, but <sighs> hmm. ten grand. Would you like cover your body in tattoos, like including your neck? No. Or... I would probably buy a lot of CrossFit related <laughs> stuff, gym, like gym shoes. I would go buy a bunch of Noble shoes and f- furnish a home gym. Uh, yeah, I don't probably gym clothes. <laughs> it's not super exciting. What about you? I don't know. I don't know what ten thousand maybe a different car dollars would get you. <laughs> I'm so lame. A vacation? Yeah. A trip to Hawaii? Yeah. There you go. Which we're going in February. So, <laughs> which one of us said I love you first? Probably me. It was you. <laughs> and you were drunk. <laughs> but you he said it back yeah I no i was like oh, we'll talk about that in the morning because <laughs> I, I didn't know if you really meant it so i was like oh. i had i was a little under the influence yes i'm like ah, oh, we can talk about that in the morning <laughs> and so we did yeah at least you didn't say thank you yeah. like, thanks uh if i was a cartoon character which one would i be i don't even know cartoons anymore um yeah, skip that one. I don't know. I was thinking like Lego, like the Lego movies. Oh, yeah. Um, what's Who's the Lego guy? Emmett? Emmett. Yeah, it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> the same dumb. guy. Oh. No, but he's like just funny and nice to everybody. Mm. And I think you'd be um, Lego Batman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking I'd be like Branch from the Trolls. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Except you'd have like the evil side. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna tell somebody. Who did I say? I well, I tell other people this too that I usually let you deal with any customer service type <laughs> situations because you're such because an angry I'm person. not very nice on the phone yeah. when it comes to if some somebody has wronged me in mm-hmm. some way, like sent That's me why a I don't bill. Ever do anything to 
make you mad. Sent me a bill that isn't correct or oh taken money from my bank account that from Uber. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. What is the most romantic thing that I have done for you? Mm. Hmm. Well, I do remember like when we, while you're thinking, I'll tell a story here. Okay. When, when we were dating, um, we'd have to, well, I don't know if we, it was, we weren't doing car rides then, but I remember we would like go and hang out and listen to music and I would try to sing for her. I was going to say singing. But <laughs> I... <laughs> I asked her, I'm like, so like, am I right at singing? Like, I have no idea. I, I know I'm very, like, I have a deep voice. And she goes, well, you know, I wouldn't go on, what is the show? American, American Idol. And she goes, I wouldn't go on American Idol, but you're you're pretty good. <laughs> I was like, what a backhanded compliment. But I was going to, I actually was going to say that was my first thought was when you sang to me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was kind of an ass. Yeah, that's all right. That was funny. That's when I knew. <laughs> kind of compliment I need. I didn't say, no, you're terrible. Mm -hmm. I probably, when you proposed, actually, too. Oh, yeah. Even though, I mean, we were camping and it was like hotter than the surface of the sun. Mm -hmm. But we went out to the we little... We sand in every crack in our Yeah, body. oh my. We went, and I lost my favorite swimming suit. But anyway, we were uh, out on the little pier by the, the beach and mm -hmm. a bunch of people were there watching and... Sun's up. Hmm? Sun's up. Yep. And he did it. I had no clue. No, you were pretty clueless. I was yeah. talking. We were like, I still am reflecting on. Well, yeah, I know that. But like, we were <laughs> reflecting on, um, like our relationship and like our memories and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, she's gonna figure it out. She's gonna figure it out. No. Nope. Uh, nope. I'm pretty. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Intense. And so we were walking back to the car, and I like grabbed your hand. I'm like, just wait a second. And we were on that rock, mm -hmm. like circle patio thingy. Yeah. Like a little pier. Right at the top of the hill. And nope. Mm -hmm. Uh. What did, okay, well, this will probably be the last one here, and then we'll get rolling. What was your favorite memory that you've had of you and I? My favorite memory? Yep. Oh, my gosh. You can pick a couple if you need to. Mine was, like, the wedding dance. That one was oh, yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. If anybody doesn't <laughs> hasn't seen that and wants to, you should Let message me yeah. Corey, and he can send you the link. We did a little surprise wedding dance. Before they got big. Yeah, before they were popular and they had a TV show about it, but we decided we wanted to do it, and we had d the DJ. We came up with a a song mix that we wanted, and we each we practiced like once in the apartment, and nobody knew about it except for the DJ and the photographer. And Lauren was more nervous. I for was the more dance nervous for the than dance the than I was. Yeah, and my sister was like, "Why? What is the matter with you? What? Why are you so? You're already married. What's the deal?" And it was like people still. Talk, about, Talk it. about it. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, that is a good one. That's that's fun to watch and look back mm -hmm. at. Um, I think just our Hawaii our, uh, trips that we've been on, and you know, trying to be parents. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we're you know, our kids to... are goofballs. Like they really are. Like, and they're good kids. And you know, not it's not like it's romantic or anything, but like having babies, and we talk about like birthing stories and stuff, and just everybody has their own crazy yeah. story, and I think we have some entertaining. Mm -hmm. These are just your favorite memories. Baby that's your romantic ones. No, yeah. I mean, just... I mean, every day everything. with me is like a romance novel. Oh, yeah. Like, it I basically is. wear a button-down shirt with long hair blowing in the wind. Ew. No. No? That's not, not romance? Fabio. Gross. No, Fabio? No. Maybe I should change my tactic then. 
I did just say I like bald, so oh, yeah. why would you want long hair? Man, I've been wrong for so long. Although Chris Hemsworth has long hair. And he does. Well, he shaves it in Ragnarok. Yeah. What's, oh. Well, so in that vein, what's the funniest memory that you have? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. I laugh every single day. Yeah. Like, that's... But what's, like, we've had some times where, like, we haven't even been able to talk because we're laughing so hard. <sighs> It's usually when we're watching something stupid, Some stupid on, on TV. TV. And people that follow me on Instagram probably see like the same stuff that we laugh on. Yeah. It's just I'm in bed before she is and I'm recording it. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Yeah. These are, there's like making my brain work. This is hard. Well, and it's, well, one of the funny ones was the badminton when we went camping. I was going to say that. <laughs> no, I'm no kidding. But I was like, oh no, I shouldn't say that. He's going to get mad. No, I won't get mad. It's funny. It was the same weekend that now. when he proposed. proposed and we tried to set up like a badminton thing uh, like right outside our tent. And it and, was like 3000 degrees out and it kept freaking falling over. And I yeah. was getting so frustrated. And he just chucked the badminton racket into the woods. Into the woods. And then I went to go get it. And I got like a big giant like thorn, thorn. in my foot. And so I had to go to the ER to get it out. A lot of these are funny ones that they're funny now that we look back at yeah. it. But at the time it was like, oh, come on. Like, Do I really want to spend my life with this like ding dong? Like our Winstock one that we talk about oh, too. Yeah. Our trip. Our Winstock it's trip. It's funny one. now. Yeah. When, when I basically carried Lauren through a tornado. <laughs> oh, that whole weekend was a mess. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I, that those are funny to kind of look back at now. Yeah. You kind of look back and you're like, we, we're kind of stupid. Yeah. We're much smarter now, just I so you guys know. I don't know about that. Yeah. But... All right, well, thanks for coming on again. We'll have to do it again. It's yeah, fun. It was it's fun. always a good time. Love As you. always. Love you too. And uh, thank you guys for joining us on this a unique podcast for the Anxiety Wad podcast. <laughs> Go to dreamstatemeds.com. Use the passcode anxietywad for 10% discount. Again, that's dreamstatemeds.com. Lauren just burped. Anxiety wad. Did you hear One, that? Yeah, I did. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, keep coming back. We're going to keep having fun like this and, uh, you know, talking. I'm going to try to get a few more guests on here. Uh, we're working on a few other things on the side that we'll uh, be announcing here very shortly. So say goodbye. Bye-bye. See you guys. Thanks for coming back. See you.